0: Welcome back to the Wedding Photo Hangover Podcast, the finest phototainment in the world. We are an irreverent look at photography. This podcast, like aspirin, will help you recover from your wedding hangover. This is kind of a weird little thing. It's not going to be a full episode. We're just going to throw in this in kind of like into the feed. Um, But I'm here with my my wife, Jennifer. Hey, yo. And we just kind of wanted to talk. It seems like people... (laughs) It seems like people are a little bit panicky, a little bit worried about everything that's going on with uh, COVID-19, or as you might know it, the coronavirus. Um, And we've been seeing other photographers talk about cancellations. Uh, Jen, we just had like a conference that you're going to shoot for somebody else uh, cancel Mm -hmm. on us today. And so it's affecting people and it's affecting our businesses. And so we just kind of wanted to talk through that a little bit because think we're all a little bit worried about the future and we're all a little bit panicky and a little bit scared because if a lot of people start canceling their weddings or other events that we're shooting, um, that would be a huge financial loss for all of us. So we need all the panic out, all the hysteria out. You ready for this? Let's scream into the mic for a few seconds just to get it out. Ready? One, two, three. <laughs>
1: I'm just screaming at the top of my lungs. Uh, That's what. Ah Screaming. Screaming. Try that one more time.
0: One, two, three. Ah
1: uh, Oh. Are we oh, I, just I got warming rid of it. up our voices not, right now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay.
0: I, I got rid of the panic, so I'm I'm good. Okay. Are you good?
1: No, absolutely not. It just made it worse.
0: I feel a weight on my chest, yeah. Um <laughs> So uh, Jen, we've been talking about this kind of in the Wedding Hangover Facebook group and people have been kind of um, processing their feelings, talking about what's going on with them. And uh, so we just kind of wanted to share a little bit what's going on with us as we think about this because we are worried about the future of our business. We're worried about how we'll be able to pay our mortgage, pay our our bills and stuff Um, because we do have money saved up but it's, I don't think it's enough money to make us make it through as far as we feel like we need to make it through with all this going on. So, uh,
1: And this is all heading at tax season too. Yeah, and, yeah, uh, no, it's, you great, know, so it's great, it's great, great. Maybe, like, I don't like really great at making sure we're on track with it.
0: So um, we just kind of wanted to talk through, a lot of people are talking about emailing their clients right now. And, um, I know Jen, you took it upon yourself to email our clients today, uh, everyone who has a wedding from now until June, um, would you feel comfortable just sharing a little bit about what you emailed those
1: people about? Yeah, for sure. Um, I, I only laugh because after I sent it, I thought this was a mistake, (laughs) But I think that I did the right thing. Uh, so I just I sent an email just to let them know um, what our policies were, if there was t- in t- if there was talks about potentially rescheduling the wedding. Um, I let them know that I'm more than happy to send them dates that I'm available if they wanted to reschedule, um, that I would still love to be a part of it. And my contract lays out what would happen if we were sick. Mm-hmm. I did not mention that in the email, but maybe I should have after we've talked about that. But I think that it's fine because it's in the contract. They can read the contract. It's in the contract know.
0: and you talk to them about it at their initial meetings as well. Yeah, So it's something sure. they're aware of before Yeah, getting to this stage.
1: So I just, I let them know, said, hey, how are you guys doing? I don't know if, how you guys are feeling about wedding planning right now. I know your wedding's coming up, but I I wanted to let you know that I'm here to if you had any questions, if you had any concerns, even someone to bounce ideas off of. If you guys are concerned about the outbreak, then I just explained to them that I'm. If you are considering cancellation, then we can reschedule and what that would look like. I had someone who has a wedding in the future, like within six weeks from now, say oh, people are canceling their weddings. <laughs> and I was like, oh my gosh, I just made this girl even more stressed out. I did not mean it that way. I just wanted to be proactive. So I just sent her an email. I was like, yeah, I've heard from other vendors that this is happening, but it's not, it's not a common thing right now. It's just something that people are talking about. And For myself, I wanted to be proactive. I want my couples to feel confident in their decisions, and I want them to know where I stand. So I just wanted to make sure I sent all these emails out just in case that was a worry.
0: Mm -hmm. And the response from the few people you've heard back from so far has been pretty good.
1: Yeah. um, It was actually kind of, I was kind of relieved when they responded, and it was a, oh, uh, are people canceling their weddings? (laughs) I'm like, okay, well, it's good that they're not really thinking about that. Of course, I want them to be prepared and I want them to not spread the virus more. <laughs> but I was like, okay, well, maybe we will have some sort of income this spring. Thing mm-hmm. is, my mind just kind of goes to the two extremes where it's like, oh, this will be great. We'll be able to spend more time as a family. I mean, trying to see the silver lining. Obviously, the situation is not great. And it's been heartbreaking to see everything happening and, and people losing lives and people losing these experiences and these events that are like once in a lifetime, but also just very concerned about like, okay, what is the very worst of what this could look like? And I think it's still sur- survivable. I think that it's still, it's going to be incredibly difficult and we'll have to make some great life changes uh, or some financial changes the way that we spend money the way that we go out to eat the things that we choose to make for a dinner maybe we will have ramen days a lot longer than i was hoping <laughs> i think it's still survivable and i think that has caused knowing what like the very worst could look like and being okay we can get through this i felt a lot more confident going into this and a lot less stressed out mm-hmm. but it's still a stressor
0: so um another thing that people are talking about in the group which if if you guys aren't in the wedding hangover group already i would encourage you to join uh there's a lot of really nice friendly people in there who are all wedding vendors and they're all talking about this sort of thing um and by all wedding vendors i mean like 95 percent are probably photographers and then there's a few few other people who have come into the community as well and um One thing I would just say is uh, some people are talking about like elopements and stuff like that. And because large gatherings aren't allowed right now, seeing if your couples would be willing to do like an elopement instead of just canceling altogether. And uh, I think that is a really great idea. Um, But at the same time, I think we have to remember not to try to like pressure our couples or put anything on them um, as far as like trying to force something on them. Because it's better for us in the short term, because I think that could be bad for us in the long term as vendors,
1: yeah, I think so. i I do think it's important to address it and maybe mm-hmm. um just ask their like what their thoughts are, what they what they have been considering. and then instead of just saying, "Hey, have you considered doing this? Do you want to do this?" And they haven't even really thought about it, but just offering like your advice. If you you know if you're having trouble making a decision, or if you need a professional, a professional opinion on um, what to do, I'm been I, I've I'm gone through not something like this, but maybe some cancellations mm-hmm. or other things that could be helpful. So just let me know. Um, not everybody wants advice, um, but I think it's it's important for us as professionals to be the professionals and to be the one leading in this situation. I know mm-hmm. none of us have ever been through this, but it's so important for us to be the ones to be helping our couples and not just waiting for them to make the decisions.
0: It's hard right now because we're all kind of reacting to the news and what's going on. And uh, I think as a general public, we're in a very – we're kind of in a hysterical state right now. I mean, go to any grocery store near you in the toilet paper section and just see what's there. Like, there's not going to be anything there. I've seen all the photos from all the grocery stores this near us. This is
1: something that blows my mind, though, because... Okay. But just. Um, <laughs> Sorry
0: so i think i think people are reacting right now and as jen was saying as professionals in the industry like we need to be leaders and so we need to be thinking about ways we can be proactive just simple things like we already talked about like emailing our clients and just talking to them um if you can in your area talking to the other vendors around you if you can talking to other people on dates that you have weddings and just say hey I have a wedding on this day. I know there's a lot of hysteria with the whole COVID thing going on. I'm a photographer. You're a photographer. I just wanted to see if, you know, for some reason I became sick, like if you would be available on that date, not like I'm pressuring you into making a firm commitment and not to help anyone else out. Yeah. But just it's, it's better for us to be proactive in this situation and start reaching out and start making more connections with the people around us as we all kind of try to work our way through this thing. And I think in the long run, after this has, after this has passed, um, it would be better for us if we had been in a position where we had been proactive, where we had been helpful, um, if we can be a resource to our clients uh, with any questions they might have about their wedding, about planning, about uh, if they need to move dates or anything like that, just being there and being be, being there for them uh whether that means like with helping them find new vendors if they move the date and some of the vendors aren't there or whether that means helping them find a way to plan like a smaller wedding or planning an elopement or whatever which we're not planners so yeah that's a little bit out of our comfort zone unless
1: you are a planner
0: yeah but i think it's a Why good are you there? <laughs> i think it's a good idea to be proactive and to to be as much of a resource as you can to other people um, because i feel like the more connections we make the better we end up doing As a whole, Um, not just like me, making more connections is good for me, though it is. But it's also good for all the people I connect with too. And the more we can bring people together at a time when we can't actually get together, it's a good idea.
1: That your T-shirt quote, yeah, like
0: the more we can get people together at a time we can't be together. It's a very lengthy (laughs) T-shirt.
1: It's a, it's an extra long T-shirt. It's like goes to your knees, so you can fit all the words on it.
0: Yeah, social media gatherings. That's what we're doing now.
1: I mean, weren't we already doing that? It's like the introvert Mm -hmm. mantra. (laughs) Yeah.
0: (laughs) So can you think of anything else that we that could be helpful for photographers out there. And guys, if you can think of anything that we haven't talked about already, please uh, jump in the Facebook group and share your wisdom, your knowledge, whatever you have, um, because everybody in the group will really appreciate that. And um, I know there's been a lot of things brought up and mentioned that I haven't thought about yet that have really just kind of like opened me up to new possibilities, not panicky things, but like, Oh, this is something I might want to prepare for in the future. One of the things I really loved in the Facebook group, Jen, you started a thread that was all about ways people could find to possibly make money during this time, Um, especially if, like, you know, they have cancellations and stuff and they need a way to make money. And we'll be back in a second after a quick commercial break with just a little bit about some other ways you could be looking to make money in this time when you might not have shoots booked. Hey, and we're back, and I'm going to toss it over to Jen so she can share some of her ideas.
1: Uh, just a couple of them. I had mentioned reaching out to past clients about doing some print or album sales. Mm-hmm. In desperate times, uh, you might not get the exact price that you want for an album or for prints. But sometimes it's just if you are in a situation that you just need some extra income.
0: Yeah, this is going to be a tough situation, too, For because sure. a lot of your clients might uh, if they're they, impacted as well. Yeah, if, if they don't have like a salaried position or even some of them, if they do like they might be let go during this time, uh, they might just not be able to go into work if they're not at a salaried position and they might be have a loss of income then. Um, so, yeah, selling stuff and maybe cutting them a deal might be a really good way to make some more money.
1: Um. Something that I thought about, this is not actually on the list that I put on Facebook, but um, doing something like Ship It or, um, is Ship It a nationwide thing or is that just a local thing for us? It's a Target
0: ad that I saw on Super Bowl Sunday, so okay. I assume it's um, national.
1: I, if it's not, it, what it is is you hire people to get groceries for you.
0: Mm-hmm doing something that, like ship it uber eats anything like that
1: that i think we are probably going to see an increase of that because people don't want to go out um while i was grocery shop shopping i saw like four or five ship it people and i don't know there it might be an increase of people requesting to be employees of ship it mm-hmm. but i know that there are people who do it for an extra income to be able to grocery shop for others to and deliver that uh, those groceries it's good because, I mean, you get a paid an hourly rate and then you also receive a tip. Yep. So um, it's not a, a great amount of money, but it's all it's something. And I, I thought this is probably going to be a good time to do that because people are going to really take advantage of that.
0: So taking advantage of the gig economy right now, which I mean, a lot of people who listen to the podcast already are. I know there are people who drive for Uber Eats and for Uber and uh, for what is it? dine, dining, dining. Dash, dine, dash.
1: Dine and dash. Yes. Drive,
0: dash, dash, drive. It's, it's another one of the <laughs> Door food Door dash. Genres. Door dash. There we go. Dine and dash, the uh, service where you eat at places and then run out before you have to pay. Yeah. <laughs> so, people will actually go to the restaurant for you and do that for you now.
1: I mean, I did list some things that are photography related. There are going to be people who are still willing and able to purchase like educational stuff but I know this industry is getting hit hard. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't put too much time into creating like new presets or selling things, but it wouldn't hurt to sell stuff to you promote already have. Yeah. Things that you already have. Yeah.
0: And if you are isolated for a long time, uh, just building up like educational stuff, if that's something you want to get into in the future, whether it's like tutorials um, and other things like that, this is a great time to take advantage of that. I know a lot of people are talking about uh, marketing, getting their social media marketing game on point during this time, Google ads, Facebook ads, all that kind of stuff on point during this time. And I mean, I hate to say it, but like if you have like money saved up if you're not going like if you know you're going to be able to weather through this storm during a time like this like there will be people who go out of business which is terrible but it's also a time when your business can grow if you're in one of those positions which is a really horrible thing to think about i know but it is a, a like a true fact of you know economies and capitalism
1: I mean what i would encourage people to do is to really take the time to pour into pour back into your business even when things are not great mm. so say you have you're a wedding photographer you have a wedding cancel well take that time that you were planning on shooting a wedding and build learn a new trade build up your uh existing one go through all of the educational videos you've already purchased and have never watched i mean that's something that i am it's a um a chronic habit of purchasing educational videos and never watching them. So those are those are things like take find the silver lining in the situation, finding that you have more time to be able to invest in the things that you weren't able to do before. I know that is it's not easy, especially if you're struggling with money, struggling with finances, but I really honestly believe that it pays off in the long run if you do invest, just say, okay, well, I don't have a wedding today. I'm actually going to catch up on editing, or I'm going to build some albums. I'm going to reach out to some clients, ask for for, for reviews, ask, um, reach out, make sure everybody's able to download their photos, maybe mention to them that you do have albums that are discounted right now. Something like that um, could really be beneficial Um, Because there's nothing you can do if they do cancel or if they reschedule. Um, You can't change that event, but you can create something uh, wonderful for your business.
0: And I know I kind of painted it with a very bad brush, the idea of taking advantage of an economic downturn. But if you are in a position to be able to hire people, like um, if you have that kind of money, if you're booking more people during this time, if you're, you know, your events aren't canceled, like that's also a way that you can provide work for other people in your area who might be more like – sourly affected than you. So being able to hire somebody who maybe had like weddings canceled to be a second shooter for you, it's not, you know, replacing a wedding for them, but it is super helpful to them. So think sure. about that as well as like you have the ability when you make more money to help more people out. Um, so is there anything else we wanted to talk about with this or, cause I'm kind of tapped out on things I wanted to talk about. So I just wanted to check in with you because you're smarter oh, than me.
1: you dragged me by my hair. and. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. You're making it sound kinky and fun, but, you know, I'm joking.
1: <laughs> no, it was. Just, it's been, I think that I'm just really burnt out talking yeah. about it in general. Just, it's been like, mm-hmm. it's consumed our thoughts, It's consumed our vocabulary, and I am just really Tired of talking about it and hearing about it.
0: So I think that's going to do it for us on this special episode (laughs) of the wedding photo hangover podcast. Um, I mean, I
1: really love (laughs) if
0: you, (laughs) if you, (laughs) if you want to find us online, you can find Jen at Jen van Elk on Instagram. You can find me at Steven van Elk. You can find Dustin. Who's not here with us today at Dustin underscore McKibben. Um, And you can find the wedding photo hangover at wedding photo hangover on Instagram you know, all the good stuff. And, uh, as always, you can find us on Patreon, just go to Stephen Dustin, save the world.com. And, um, you know, I forgot the way the rest of this goes and you took my phone away from me. So I can't look up how, how I wrote the ending now, you know, I'm 140 some
1: episodes in and you can't remember it. So
0: thanks for joining us this week. We'll see you next week. When your limbs, limbs are, are aching. aching, your whole body's a sweatball, You're
1: you've got swamp ass.
0: You got swamp ass. You got that swampy, swampy ass, and um, your your pits are just pitting stank. out. Yeah, you got th- you got that stank. You know, uh, when you're recovering from your wedding hangover. Nailed it. Stuck the landing. <laughs> Boom. It. I don't think Arms that's up. landing. Dang. <laughs> Uh, you know, but before we go, real quick, um, I do want to talk to you, Jen. Yeah. About stuff that we love because that was a very depressing thing to talk about this whole time. <laughs>
1: uh, I love being on your podcast. Thank you for letting me be on your podcast, right?
0: Jen, so so if you could share something good, joyous, fun um, with the the people who listen to this podcast, what would you share with them? <laughs> Putting you on the spot?
1: No, I was going to start talking in my Jessica voice. But... <laughs> What's that from, Jen? <laughs> um, <laughs> this is not something I love, but I watched Love is Blind, and I could not get over the fact that Jessica on Love is Blind has two, she has an alter ego. Mm-hmm. It's a baby, baby voice, Jessica. Call her baby jessica now like, i've never
0: seen like, like from, from the blood.
1: well
0: would it be like this is this a baby <laughs> voice
1: i don't know let me see if i can get it it's like this um it's that's
0: the voice you do for my mom when she's teaching kindergarten
1: <laughs> this is what i t- how i talk when i talk to guys like i just want to make sure that i'm like a and it's a little baby
0: all right everyone we're going to be reading cat in the hat today <laughs> Followed by one fish, two fish, red fish,
1: blue fish. You gotta think about being a little baby when you do it. Wah, wah. <laughs> I'm a baby. But then you talk like this when you're not talking to a guy. You talk like this. So this is what's happening right now.
0: So you talk sexy when you're not talking to a guy? <laughs> okay. No, was, I've hey. got a little
1: bit of a of, uh, sexy voice going on because I am raspy from a cold.
0: It's a good, it's, it's good. Sounds it's, so good.
1: Yeah. Like Phoebe got really good. Phoebe from food. what? Friends. Friends. I only watch television. I live through that. i <laughs> you sure
0: you're not talking about Phoebe Waller-Bridge from Fleabag? Is yeah. That, she that doesn't
1: have a raspy voice and I can't do her accent. So I'm not going to even try.
0: Fleabag's real good. Um, if I could share something with the listeners, I finished <gasps> Bojack Horseman recently.
1: Yeah. But let's go back to Fleabag. If you guys have not seen it, it's amazing. It is amazing. It's one of my favorites.
0: Bojack Horseman. Finished it. It's yeah. all done now. Yeah. You can watch it all on Netflix. And it, Did is, you cry? it is a very funny show. It's also, it's a cartoon about a horseman. And you hear that, and it's a ridiculous premise, but it is one of, the, like, the most emotionally moving things I've watched, and I find myself crying a lot while watching the show, like, good cries.
1: <gasps> it's your This Is Us. Mm, no, no, because it's This good. is Bojack, Horseman. No,
0: no th- this is something good. You so.
1: can't say that because you've <laughs> never seen it, so...
0: Okay, but I just want to Never highlight seen it, there's so. this beautiful episode in the final season. Um it's called The View From Halfway Down and in it like one of the characters is kind of going through like uh he's about to die. Um is what's happening. And so the whole thing is like what's happening in the person's brain or in heaven or whatever you want to believe as they're dying. And it's just this really wonderful thing where, like, they meet all these other people from their life. And, like, it's all people who maybe they've wronged, maybe they haven't wronged. And they're talking to them, and they talk about their lives and everything. And I cried so much during the episode. And uh, there's one of the characters who died before, like, this character by um, jumping off a bridge. And he shares a poem he wrote called The View from Halfway Down which is what they titled the episode after. And I cried so much during that poem. It was so incredibly moving and like just heartfelt and emotional. And it just tore at me and like it stuck with me and I can't get it out of my head. But overall, BoJack is a joyous thing. (laughs) Um, But yeah, that was a very sad episode. And I do like those kind of like uh, cathartic Sort of moments and shows like they did another episode this season where it was like, what's it like to be a working mom? And like that episode made me cry several times, too, because I was like, how did Jen
1: do this?
0: Um, <laughs> that sounded maybe like a little more sarcastic and jokey than I meant it to. <laughs> I actually like oh. was feeling those feels. So
1: No, I'm just thinking right now, like. Bojack Horseman has made you cry so much. Yes. Birth of our children. Dry diced. Dried-eyed. I cried both <laughs> times when our children were born.
0: You maybe don't remember it because like drugs and pain, but I cried.
1: Honey, there was no drugs. It was numbness and pain.
0: Numbness from drugs.
1: <laughs> it's, like, it's a block. It's Yeah. Yeah. Anyway,
0: but Jen and I are also watching Brooklyn Nine-Nine together right now in Shit's Creek. And those are both very, very funny. And you should watch them. Everyone. Oh,
1: goodness. You sound like all we do is watch TV.
0: I just, you know, everybody needs an escape right now from the horrors of life. Oh, life I forgot that bit about the horrors of shooting another wedding.
1: Oh, man. There's life is not horrible.
0: It is not but sometimes it feels panicky and scary. I
1: think there's I think this time is a little bit it's put us off schedule and we feel bad. But we're not talking about that right now. We are talking about the joys of life and the things mm-hmm. that make us happy. Mm. Um
0: like hugging my little baby daughter and just smelling her good, good hair.
1: No, she has been stinky recently. She's smelling wonderful. No, to she me. does not.
0: Like playing Fortnite with our son and watching the Mandalorian with him. Mm, <laughs> oh, Good feels.
1: T- for television shows.
0: <laughs> <laughs> like playing Where's Elsa with my daughter, where we take Kristoff and Anna and search for Elsa who's hiding from us for hours. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, Nora so and I, I have been having that. dance parties downstairs, and I am really dancing like no one's watching when I'm downstairs dancing with her you would think that I was putting on a concert uh, like a Juliet I have concert. a
0: video I secretly recorded <laughs> no this is actually the first I've ever heard about this
1: <laughs> we have dance parties all the time you're just always upstairs when you hear music playing downstairs we're 100% having a dance party
0: Nora is a bundle of joy she loves to dance to Marshmallow mostly
1: and she loves to be chased so it's a mm-hmm. little bit of both
0: today moving on came on the Marshmallow song and she yelled at me from across the room dad
1: dad it's my favorite song dad dad dad
0: and then she just started dancing like crazy it was wonderful
1: we just bought a bike tow so that we can go on family bike rides we have never done a family bike ride before hmm We've had Ian ride his bike while we walk, but we've never done family bike rides. And this one thing that I remember as a child doing with my family, going on family bike rides. And I definitely want to do that with our kids. I hope that we get to a chance to do that on our uh, four weeks off.
0: Four weeks on and also having our kids home full time.
1: (laughs) And also having to homeschool them. Yeah. It's going to be interesting.
0: So I've made you talk with me long enough. I think we should say good night. Good night, Jennifer. Love you.
1: Good night. I love you too.
0: Welcome back to the wedding photo hangover box. (laughs) We're gonna try that again. Welcome back to the Wedding Photo Hangover podcast. (laughs) We're going to try that again. Wedding Photo Hangover was edited this week by Steve Van Elk of Bespoke Tone. Go to Bespoke Tone for all of your
1: photo, video, and audio editing needs.
0: woo